0: Welcome to the SA for FAs Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic is a quick and dirty, but by no means ideal way of calculating what you need for retirement. If Americans are retiring at a rate of about 10,000 a day, Probably some number close to that, who are 10 years their junior, are starting to think seriously about what their retirement number is. A best-selling book over a decade ago is aimed at helping you calculate this precisely, but large figures like $1 million, while helpful as a savings goal, are nevertheless too abstract as a planning device because people live their whole lives based on a monthly income. That's really the number that will be most helpful for planning purposes. There are numerous rules of thumb that one can use to arrive at your monthly number and its corresponding savings goal. Here's one oversimplified methodology. Estimate your monthly housing expenditure and retirement. Since financial planners generally recommend housing should not exceed one-third of your monthly budget, Multiply your housing expense by three. Let's say you're a New Yorker who wants to move to a sunnier location with a bit of a New York feel. You identify Miami Beach as such a place because of its upscale vibe and are willing to downsize to a small living area to save on costs. According to rentcafe.com, an 836 square foot apartment will set you back $2,086 a month. Multiply that by three and you get $6,258. Step two is to plug in your Social Security income and see what the difference is. You'll, of course, have access to your own numbers. But according to the latest monthly figures of the Social Security Administration, the average monthly benefit for a retired worker and a spouse adds up to $2,237. Subtract this figure from the first figure, and you'll get a monthly hole of $4,021 to fill. The third and final step is to determine how much you need to save to generate that missing monthly figure. The easiest way to do this is to see what an insurance company will charge to give you an annuity of that amount. Assuming a joint life annuity for a 55-year-old man and his 53-year-old wife that would begin paying out $4,021 beginning 10 years from now, one would need $559,000 according to immediateannuities.com. Now you can play with these figures. If you don't think you'll be able to save the requisite amount, maybe you'll figure on living in Miami rather than Miami Beach. I'll spare you all the steps I just went through but the reduced cost for a comparable place on the other side of Biscayne Bay will ultimately require savings of $408,000, or $151,000 less than Plan A. Let's say for the sake of this discussion that you'd be happy to live in a small place in Miami Beach, but not in a small place in Miami. You're thinking a large home with easy access to the beach in northwest Florida would cost less than a tiny place in Miami. With a home in the most expensive neighborhood of Panama City as your baseline, you'll need to have saved a modest $110,000 to supplement your Social Security. That's already 449000 less than in Plan A. But, if you're one of those folks the media reports have saved nothing or very little for retirement, then you can perhaps substitute Panama City Panama for Panama City Florida. There you can get a place even in the city center for about a third of your social security income, meaning you'd need no further income based on our initial rule of thumb of having monthly income that is three times your housing costs. So have we taken care of our 55-year-old's retirement planning needs? Not at all. There's really a lot more to it, and we'll get into some of that, and specifically why financial advisors add tremendous value to this sort of planning in our next Retirement Advisor podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.